Good afternoon. This is Lowell Jackson. Let's have some fellowship. I enjoy those college kids uh, telling us from Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, I believe it is, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Our joy comes not from circumstances or situations or even other people. It's enjoying the Lord in the moment, and that becomes the sustenance, the nourishment, the strength for us to go on. We've been sharing a little bit about uh, fellowship and the flow of that divine life. Um, had a little illustration of that uh, yesterday when my wife said, after all the rain and the leaves coming down, the fountain outside of her favorite window was all clogged up. So you can probably guess the rest of the story. I was sent on a little mission outside to uh, get the clogging, the leaves, the debris out of the fountain so the flow could resume. Uh, if you missed some of our fellowship last week, I'll give you a really quick update, but I want to take it a little further today and some help I got over the weekend. Um, in Psalms 38, excuse me, 36, verse 9, the psalmist said, For with you, referring to God, with the Lord, with you is the fountain of life, and in your light we see light. And then, of course, a few centuries uh, uh, different, in Isaiah chapter 12, chapter, uh, verse 3, the prophet said, Therefore you will draw water with rejoicing from the springs of salvation. You will draw, hang on to that, because it sounds like there's some exercise and energy involved in that. And then, of course, we fast forward in God's economy, in the history of God with his people. And um, in John chapter 7, you remember that on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out because all the human enjoyment was about to be over. It was the last day of this wonderful, happy feast. He cried out saying, if anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes into me, as the scripture said, out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. But this he said concerning the spirit whom those who believed into him were about to receive, for the spirit was not yet because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Again, that's John chapter 37. Verses 37 through 39. So the Lord Jesus said, come to me and drink. And there will be rivers of living water. And this he said concerning the Spirit. Now I'm greatly indebted to some uh, footnotes in the recovery version for uh, some additional light on this fellowship we've been having about enjoying the up-to-date, instant enjoyment experience of the triune God. In 1 John chapter 1, there's some familiar verses here, but I think there's some fresh new light the Lord wants to shine on them. Verse 3, 1 John chapter 1, that which we have seen and heard, we report also to you that you also may have fellowship with us. 
And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write... Well, let me pause. Why do you think the apostle is going to tell us what his motive is? What do you think he's going to say that he believes the Spirit who's inspiring God's Word and then preserving it for us today? What's the purpose? Good behavior? Improving our lives? Well, let me finish verse 4. These things we write that our joy may be made full. May be made full. Does that imply that our joy can be less than full, partial, some fraction? And the goal here of uh, the inspired apostle is that our joy may be made full. Verse 5, And this is the message which we've heard from him and announced to you that God is light. And in him there is no darkness at all. Verse 6, For if we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and are not practicing the truth. Verse 7, If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from every sin. If we say that we do not have sin, we are deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we've not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is is not in us. Um, we know that our that God became flesh, walked on the earth, was crucified, resurrected, and according to First Corinthians fifteen forty five, the last Adam became the life giving spirit. Um, fellowship here, you can see, is with the triune God. It's with one another. We're having fellowship with God. We're having fellowship with one another. There's another kind that I recently discovered um, where the apostles talked about you can have fellowship with us. How can you and I have fellowship with the apostles who've long since gone to their reward? Well, of course, the Lord has preserved that for us. We call it the New Testament. We can have fellowship in spirit with the apostles. Um, the fellowship is the uh, triune God operating in us to accomplish his purpose. Um, it's the issue of eternal life. It's enjoying the triune God. So in these verses, there's life, there's fellowship, there's joy, and there's light. And we um, enjoy this life through the flowing, circulating fellowship. And we need to abide in this circulating, flowing fellowship with God and with one another. Um, I'm very indebted to uh, several pages of footnotes in the recovery version on these verses. And it talks about uh, bringing all this together. There's life, there's light, there's fellowship, and there's joy. 
There's joint en- enjoyment, joint participation in God with and with one another. Our fellowship is conditional. Now, before you get um, too concerned here, our relationship with God is, I believe, eternally secure because we're born with his life and have his nature. But our up-to-date momentary fellowship, just like uh, in any other relationship, is conditional, and it needs to be maintained and uh, up-to-date. And we need the constant cleansing of the Lord's blood. So the footnotes in the recovery version point out that we are in a wonderful cycle. Um, And this cycle is that it starts with life, and if we are experiencing the eternal life flowing to us as believers continuously, it brings in more light. And as we experience more light, that means the Lord is shining on something. And he may be pointing out something that we need to uh, pull back from or take care of. As we do that, we have the Lord's up-to-date cleansing blood to take care of that. And as we enjoy that cleansing and that way to go on with the Lord, we enjoy more life. And as we enjoy more of his flowing life, guess what? We have a greater experience of his light. Just like if you go into a dark room and you have a 25-watt bulb, you can see some things. Um, But if there's a larger bulb, a 150-watt bulb, more things are exposed. You can see much more clearly. So as we get more light, we see that I need to confess more, take care of an offense between me and God or maybe me and um, another relationship. So our sinning interrupts this uh, fellowship with God. Just like the example I mentioned, it can be a clog in the flow. And we need to take care of that, get current, get up to date. Otherwise, we're restricting, limiting the flow. Um, So I hope this is helpful. So for the restoration of the fellowship, the, um, the fullness of the fellowship, um, is conditional, and it depends on our up-to-date confession. If we confess, there's the big if, and that's just an agreement, a naming. Lord, you're right. I agree. What you're shining on right now, what you're bothering me with in my conscience, I need to confess that it's uh, wrong, it's offensive to you, and I ask you to forgive me and apply the Lord's precious blood to that. Um, And if we do this, you know, we can be up to date in the fellowship. We can have fellowship with God, fellowship with one another, fellowship with the apostles in his word, and we can enjoy this flowing river that the Lord Jesus announced at the wedding that uh, it will become in you a river, a river of water of life. And the Spirit can flow freely and unlimited, uninhibited, unrestricted by something going on within us. But we're going to be back in just a moment with another uh, live, 
unscripted interview with real Christians who are trying to go on with the Lord. So don't go away. It's going to be enjoyable. We'll enjoy more circulating of the divine life and fellowship. Thank you, Doug. You, when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. Matthew chapter 6, verses 3 and 4. As much as possible, the righteous deeds of the kingdom people should be kept secret. Whatever they do in their spirit under the heavenly rule to please solely their Father must not be interfered with by their flesh in its lusting after man's glory. They must live in the Father's presence and care for the Father's presence. Whatever they do in secret, for the Father's kingdom is seen in secret by the Father, and He will repay them. Scripture and Commentary from the New Testament Recovery Version, published by Living Stream Ministry. For more information, visit recoveryversion.org. received a recovery version for the first time my freshman year in college. Since that time, I have really enjoyed reading it, especially the outlines for each book and the cross-references. When reading these outlines for each book of the Bible, I have begun to realize that the Bible isn't a disjointed series of records, but instead it is a comprehensive unit, a complete book, and it conveys God's thought from beginning to end. Reading through these outlines and the cross-references is to me what Paul spoke of to Timothy about cutting straight the word of the truth. To receive your free copy of the recovery version, call Bibles for America at 1-888-551-0102. That number again is 1-888-551-0102. Or you can visit the Bibles for America website at www.biblesforamerica.org. Again, that's www.biblesforamerica.org. Thank you, Doug Apple. Doug does all the hard work and makes it uh, so easy for us who have fellowship. And we're going to have some live fellowship right now with my brother and sister, Brother Ivy and Sister Ivy, Archie and Charlotta. Did I get that right? Yes, Charlotta. Charlotta. Yes. That was not quite good enough, but you're in a you're in a forgiving your brother mood, I hope, Always. right? Always. You know, the, the Lord is in you, so he's a forgiving one, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for coming by. You know, this you can probably tell this is just pretty informal and we want to just get acquainted and enjoy your journey with the Lord and where you are now and what he's doing in your life. So, um Maybe we could start. What do you think, Archie, or with uh, Sister Sister Ivy there, with kind of the short version? Because you know Doug limits me, and time-wise, okay, he, he's got uh, he'll he'll 
keep me in line here. Maybe the short version of your life story. Can we do that? And then kind of how y'all got together and where we... Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Archie tells that story really well. Archie tells it well. Okay. Archie, I think they well, just threw the ball to you. Uh, yes. Uh, there, there is no short version. Uh-oh. But, uh, You're going to get me in trouble with uh, the dog uh, apple here yeah, now. In, the, in the, the consideration of time, we can try and do it. Uh, um, I started out as a child. That's good. And, and as a child, I was uh, taught the Word of God. I actually mm-hmm. learned how to read by sitting on my grandmother's lap. And, of course, in uh, my journey of growth, uh, we skip ahead a lot of years where I fell away from the following, uh, never the teachings, but following the Word and walking mm-hmm. a path. And I walked the path of the world. Um, and after college, I got involved in the music business. And in the music business, I became... Um, I started out as a publicist for a pretty well-known artist. As a matter of fact, he just got a Lifetime Achievement Award this past week. I've been waiting for 40 years now, but uh, back in those days, I became his manager. And, and uh, we were at a particular uh, show. It was in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, I was standing there and I watching the um the performance and I saw this lady standing on stage and the, the, it was almost as if an angelic light was shining down on her and uh, I saw this gentleman go up and speak to her and say uh, so I knew he was acquainted with her and then he left her and came towards me and he asked me he said um, I, hey I'm, I'm the promoter of the show and I need to find Archie Ivy so I can settle the payment of the show and I said he asked me do you know Archie Ivy I said well I can take you to Archie Ivy if you introduce me to that lady and, uh, he said no problem he went and got her and he introduced me to her and that was how we first met and that was in Nashville Tennessee and uh, we were spiritually connected at that time um, I I questioned her as, uh, just to make sure that it was what I was feeling and I asked her if she believed in a higher power and of course she said yes and so we were already on the right track and um, that led to a um, a uh, long-term relationship and marriage hmm. so that's the short story that, 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 that got you all together then uh, yeah. Travi you want to add any details to the, to where we are at this point in the story yes um <laughs> So, our relationship kind of fell apart. We were really not ready for each other at that time. Mm -hmm. But we got together 11 years later with phone calls, and we met back up. And then 9-11 happened. And we made up our minds that life was too short. So, at that time, all transportation came to a halt. And Archie was in New York, and I was in Wisconsin. And... um, the Greyhound bus was the first thing running, so we both got on the bus in Milwaukee and him in New York, and we met here, Torino, Ohio, and we've been together ever since. So y'all, and we got married in 2002. I know Ohio was in the middle of uh, of that. Yes. Well, now take us from there on to Tallahassee. How did how did Tallahassee fit into this? Well, the, the the man, the gentleman I worked for, he was uh, he wanted to relocate. I was living in Los Angeles. 
he wanted to open his recording studio in Tallahassee. He was actually viewing a few states that didn't have state taxes. That was really the prevailing issue. Mm -hmm. And he liked Florida because he likes fishing. And uh, he asked me to come down here for 30 days. And that was like in 2000. And I've been here ever since. So. Mm -hmm. uh, that's how we got to Tallahassee. We, we, I was, we were actually in Manhattan uh, during 9-11. And, uh, and we got trapped into the city. And that's when we realized that if we get when we make this connection, uh, we will never be apart again. So, Can the two of you, uh, now were you at 9-11 uh, as well? No, I was in uh, Wisconsin uh, okay. talking to him on the phone. Okay, and Archie, you were there during 9-11. Yes, yes, Archie, is it possible that you could give us any feel for what that was like to see that uh, uh, that surprise and devastation, and can you can you any way that words can describe that? Not really. It was it was actually quite strange because it was surreal because um, we were in a recording studio, and uh, of course it's soundproof, so you couldn't hear anything. And then uh, someone came in from the street and said the city is under attack. And uh, we turned the TV monitors on, and then we saw it. And uh, the only thing that was um, what made it surreal is because I then went outside just to see what I could see. Now, we were, like, right in midtown Manhattan, 42nd Street, right off of Broadway. And uh, that was right down. That was, like, 20 blocks from maybe 30 blocks from where the event was. But I... To this day, I've never seen the cloud of smoke. That's how tall the buildings were, and the wind was blowing out the other direction. But what made it weird was New York instantly became a ghost town. If anybody's ever been to New York, that is surreal in itself because there is not an hour of the day when the streets are not bustling with people. And this was one moment that the streets were, were uh, eerily quiet. Mm. in the area that we were in and I mean you couldn't even hear like fire engines or anything it was like absolutely no sound mm. so that was the the chilling moment that I had it was a little and um, it, it was very surreal it's the only thing I can say wow so all of these um Monuments, you know, great tall buildings and the busy, 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 busy American life uh, got sort of, uh, it sounds like exposed for it's, it's not really what matters because it all was just shut down. Amen. <laughs> in, in, the moment. in the moment. And it sounds like, and you were on the phone, you know, Sister Ivy, with yes. him in that situation? Yes. And it sounds like that this was a impacted your life to show what what's real and what's going up in smoke no pun intended um you know what what really matters and what really doesn't matter absolutely absolutely can you tell us a little bit about that um yes um come even from that connection when we met each other um i was still deal i was dealing with um depression and panic attacks but even so um, it, we knew that it was time for us to be together. And Archie was so kind. He showed me uh, a love that I had never seen before, and it was a healing love. And from that, and coming on here to Tallahassee, and our lives transforming to know who God was, and for our own selves, having that personal relationship, and being baptized again, and being filled with the Holy Spirit, 
um, healing and commitment and growth. And out of that, um, a ministry was born, which is Sowing Seeds, Sowing Comfort Ministry. Um, so, and those those were some of the techniques God used to bring me healing was knitting and sewing and keeping up stitches. And um, so the first thing that I knitted was a prayer shawl. And then um, I also was doing gardening at the same time. So, and the Bible, the word of God. And one day I read about the woman with the issue of blood. And I says, well, I'm going to go to church and I'm going to do like she did. I'm going to touch the pastor's hymn while she's preaching and I'm going to be healed. And that's what I did. And um, when I touched her, her robe, she said, your faith has healed you. And she just kept preaching. And from that day to this, um, I have been healed from depression and, and anxiety. And so my, the next thing that I heard from the Lord between the learning the garden and the knitting was that I need to teach what the Lord has given me. I need to give to others. And that's how that part of the ministry was born. Wow. Well, so the, your time together has been the time in Tallahassee then, right? Correct. Yes. Well, tell us what your, uh, your, your burden is in terms of your vision, your goal, your heart's desire in terms of serving, you know, the Lord through uh, the others that he brings to you in the, in the ministry that you mentioned. Okay. Um, well, it's named Sowing Seeds. That's the, the first 66 books of the Bible because I knew that it was the Bible. As you said, I said I read uh, about the woman with the issue of blood. So the word being sown into me was um, the main part of the healing. And the next is seeds. Words are seeds. They grow up and bring beautiful fruit if you allow it to be. And the next word is sewing because I did the crocheting, um, quilting, uh, those things. They help me to focus and, and concentrate and um have a place to put that my attention and the last is comfort because I learned comfort from Archie I learned comfort from the Lord and I know that we have to comfort each other in in times of whatever we're going through Hmm. I think that if if I may uh, when we talk about a vision uh, we start out as a small outreach outreach ministry uh, seeing whatever problems that the society, local society, local community has that we might be able to address in whatever small way we could. So we started out picking up a leftover or day-old bread from uh, stores, <laughs> and we were able to distribute that to people who were who were hunger, who, were in, who had hunger, suffered from hunger. And then we were able to, from that, to make connections with other churches and other church organizations shout out to Killarney United Methodist because they were very influential in their their uh, ministry of giving uh, that allowed us to make other contacts and connections and then were able to um, help provide even more to people. Uh, so uh, we've been doing that. Uh, we uh, distribute regularly to the senior center every every other week, every other Wednesday. We help seniors who are on fixed incomes and uh, you'd be surprised how few or how it doesn't take very much to help people out mm-hmm. and everybody can offering a little and they, the, what they receive 
see they really appreciate so much mm. and we have uh other partners that help us distribute in Crawfordville and off of Highway 20. So our food bank has grown from collecting little boxes in our living room to now uh, three refrigerators full of stuff in our house, uh, including perishables and meat items and stuff that we're able to, to serve people with. So that's what we're doing practic- uh, as a practical purpose. So we're still looking for a truck to help with that, but uh, we, we, we squeeze as much as we can in our, our two SUVs and get it going. The, um, but there's also a, a ultimate desire. Uh, we see a greater problem of being in homelessness as well as um, uh, returning back into society for people. And we would ultimately like to have a ranch or a farm or some place where they could learn from tools of gardening, learn the discipline it takes to do gardening, and to use that opportunity to correct themselves, earn uh, skills and knowledges that can help people back into uh, get into society. So uh, that's on our prayer list is those is the ultimate thing we would like to be able to do so now um you dear brother and sister were sent over here by uh, tallahassee christian college yes. and i don't think i heard what the connection is so um t- tell me what what the link is with tallahassee christian college the, the link came by um throne room prayer ministry they have always had a room in the college for prayer. So it's a prayer ministry that I'm a part of, we are a part of. And um, I would go there and pray at the college. That's how it started off. And then with the ministry would also help with their fundraising. That was a part of it. And then the ministry, throne room prayer ministry, gave me an opportunity, God, um, to go to Nigeria, Africa for their 25th anniversary. God did it all. And I got in the line for prayer for further education. And when I came back, um, Pastor Williams um, let me know about the college and that they were going to have an orientation, and she invited me to it. And um, I came to the college, and I took the orientation, and I saw classes that I was interested in, and I really didn't have the money to pay for those classes, so I learned about scholarships. And they gifted me a scholarship to take the classes that, that I was interested in. And that's how we got a relationship with them. They are wonderful teachers, and Joanne and Miss Jackie, they're just wonderful Christians over there. And from the classes that I've took, I have come uh, on a volunteer. Oh, a volunteer at Tallahassee Christian College? Yes. Can you give us, uh, mention a few of the courses that you've taken and uh, already? Yes, I've taken the New Testament. I've taken um, public speaking. I've taken memorizing scripture. <laughs> a few classes. Good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the public speaking worked. You're doing a great job there. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, well, you know, when you were praying over there in the uh, the prayer room or whatever it was, you called it at Tallahassee Christian College. Um, maybe uh, the Lord was uh, 
responding with the uh, young lady we had on Friday because she was in Nigeria and she was just out of high school and uh, somehow I, I don't remember all the details but uh, she told us her story that she came uh, to the United States by herself not knowing anybody to go to college and uh, she is now a student at FSU we enjoyed her testimony last Friday. In fact, we can, maybe with Doug's help, we can get you a copy of that. But she uh, just told about uh, how you know, the Lord connected her with Christians. She uh, has a Christian roommate. They live with a Christian family. Uh, she is involved in a Christian club at FSU. And um, all of this was seemingly no infrastructure in terms of kind of you know, family support or funding or anything like that. Just, just a young lady came across the water from Nigeria and mm-hmm. is uh, going on with the Lord. So, I think it's because uh, we, we're learning as members of the body of Christ to pray and take care of the Lord's interest. Um, and He, like you were sh- sharing, uh, Brother Archie, you know, He meets the needs of others. When we are tuned in on on his channel, his frequency. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. All these things shall be added unto you. So I bet you've changed some people's day when you give them some food, huh? Well, uh, yes. Uh, uh, (laughs) There's no no long answer to that. Uh, where do you get the food again? Is it is that a, where is the shortage on the uh, on the? Can you use more food, or, or uh, you having too not enough food? Well, we can all, you can always use use, use more food, uh, but um, there there is um, there's certain things that are by law required that you have. So, like of perishables, we we really at our max on those because we don't really have the space. So the things that people desire most, which is of course meat products and stuff, and we're limited on those. Um, we get food from uh, Publix, uh, Second Harvest, uh, and uh, through our partners with, uh, like I said, Kalarn United Methodist. So. Where else? That those are the main sources. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've had connections with um, uh, uh, what was it, Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. but that 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 sort of fall apart because our contact there moved on. So, um, but yeah, any, anything like that uh, is always a help. Uh, the um, it, it's hard to say what we need because God gives us what what we need before we know we need it. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it's been with us. Uh, he supplied things to us in a manner that uh, uh, we would we would know. And it works in reverse too. If we go to pick up and they don't have things, uh, uh, they they might not have anything for us that week. And we say, well, what are we going to do? And then come to find out, the senior centers closed that week for uh, remodeling the floors. Right. So God, in, in His ultimate wisdom, he, he knows, and we follow that lead. Is so Please, Sister Ivy. I, I would like to add um, things that we do. We also do. Uh, we teach sewing. We do a summer camp, and we do a back to school event. And this is about our eleventh year that we've done the back to school event. So every so often, we need school supplies and and, and backpacks and 
Um, and with the summer camp, we get to teach the children God's word and manners and um, love, speaking kind to each other and um, those type of things that we do in summer camp and field trips. We, our last day, we like to take them fishing. We love to teach fishing, hmm. how to enjoy being outside, uh, fellowshipping with one another. Um, and we also, um, we get to teach sewing, um, knitting, crocheting, but we don't have a place of our own to do that. Um, so we don't have a regular routine that we follow. At times we get a whole class of women that are children that we can teach sewing and knitting and upholstery, um, crafting. Um, and it always starts with the word first. And uh, so our goal is, as um, I call him elder, as he was saying, or husband, <laughs> as he was saying, our goal is to one day um, have that land and those buildings, because we do teach gardening as well. We have had a garden for over 10 years at the FAMU Community Garden, um, and we teach children and adults how to grow garden. We talk about eating healthy budgeting and eventually create from what you have learned whether it's sewing whether it's uh, gardening you can can those things can help a person create an income for themselves to help them um, become self-sustainable but always with God so that's what we really want now is land building and we know God can do all things She's also been a participant in either the establishment of or the maintenance of uh, community gardens in various little neighborhoods. Uh, well, she's worked to maintain the uh, Manor Garden at the uh, Faith Presbyterian Church right there on, uh, what is that, John Knox and Meridian, mm -hmm. uh, which we've now passed on to another member of our, our ministry, one of our helpers, our volunteers, to run that for now. She did that for quite a while. Yeah. was also a part of the iGrow uh, garden and now it's called the Dent Street. Dent Street Garden. It's on Dent Street. And what was that other one off of Mission? But anyhow, there's a number of community gardens mm -hmm. that, that she's helped to do. It's important uh, that people make that connection again sure. uh, with that. It's not, you know, a lot of times people want to promote the fact that it's. Uh, you can save so much money for um, by growing your own food and vegetables. That's not really a true thing. Uh, uh, the, the amount of land and effort that it takes just to generate like a couple of meals is labor intensive and it takes quite a bit of land. But there is a reward in communing and understanding, and especially for young people, knowing where stuff comes from. We used to, um, in the early parts when we would have the summer camps with kids, we would be teaching them and asking them about where do things go from and uh, come from and we say well where does this apple come from they raise their hand it's a tree it's a tree right and I mean, where does this uh tomato come from and they say it's a tomato plant right and, and we asked one child said where does the carrots come from and she says Walmart <laughs> and, and so uh, but that's that's the thing that there's lack of information and they understand it and when you talk about the day being made better for uh, people getting food people growing food is a is a completely another it's transformative in itself okay and when you have the uh, youth camps, 
Mm-hmm. Um, where, where do you have those? You. So far, um, the last few years, we've had them at, at Joe Lewis, and this last one we've had at um, Terry Figler Community Center. And those are facilities with the Tallahassee Housing Authority. They've mm-hmm. given us access to their communal facilities to hold those. And before that, out of our garages, apartment buildings. <laughs> so. Well, it sounds like you need a truck, right, to carry the food around. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the Lord might touch one of the listeners and say, you know, you're about to trade in that truck. Maybe there's a better plan for that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> We've got to have the faith, right? That's yes, right. Believe he can operate in the body, through the body, for the body. Absolutely. Um, so, um, and it sounds like also there's some other practical uh, needs. How would someone, do you have a, a website or a phone number or an email address? Uh, yes. You, know, you don't have to do it right now. But maybe Doug Apple will give us a little uh, break here, and we can come back after that break and be ready to give uh, folks a, a way to to uh, learn more, to connect with you, you dear saints, and uh, uh, help our listeners uh, that the Lord might be kind of operating in right now to follow through, okay? So we'll be right back with the Ivies in just a moment. Thank you, Doug. has ever seen God, the only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, He has declared Him. John chapter 1 verse 18. The Father's only begotten Son declared God by the Word, life, light, grace, and reality. The Word is God expressed. Life is God imparted. Light is God shining. Grace is God enjoyed, and reality is God realized, apprehended. God is fully declared in the Son through these five things. Scripture and Commentary from the New Testament Recovery Version, published by Living Stream Ministry. For more information, visit recoveryversion.org. Hi, my name is Penny, and I meet with the church in Tallahassee. In Ezekiel 44, there's a unique phrase that says, You shall come near to me to minister to me. And it also says that the basis for the ministry to the Lord, the basic requirement for ministering to the Lord, is to draw near to the Lord. That no one can minister to Him without drawing near to Him. No one can minister to the Lord without approaching Him in prayer. Spiritual power is not the power of preaching, but the power of praying. How much you pray indicates how much inner strength you really possess. No spiritual matter requires more strength than prayer. If you would like to pray with a group in your neighborhood of twos or threes and pray with us, 850-692-9558. We meet in small groups for prayer all over Tallahassee, and we welcome you. 850-692-9558. So, Brother Ivy, if um, someone listening knows uh, or wants to be ready, uh, if if they know someone with an immediate need or they want to be ready when they come across someone with an immediate need, 
Um, how can they uh, get in touch with you and tap into uh, your resources and be a, a link between that need and, and you? Yeah, we're one of the listed organizations uh, through the Tallahassee. It's a 211. You dial 211. And uh, we're listed among the places, different ones for different things. We well, we provide emergency food help. Uh, we're not uh, we don't have the resources to give any financial assistance, but we can definitely provide a, a bag of groceries or such from our our pantry. And it's uh, you just dial two one one and and uh, find out what sowing seeds is. And I uh, get yeah. is there anything? Yeah. And they can you know, call that's us great. I, I I didn't know about two one one. Yes, it, it's an, like an emergency number for people with with uh, physical needs, uh, immediate needs. Yeah, immediate needs. Also, uh, uh, there are other organizations on there that help people. If say if your lights are out of emergency, or uh, you need to, uh, you need various forms of assistance. Uh, it's a a. Uh, Mechanism by which that is uh, can be made available to you, the mm-hmm. local resources. Two one one. Yes. Okay. Let me keep my promise here and uh, tell folks uh, listening how to get in touch with you. And uh, y'all keep an eye on me here. Make sure I do a good job for you. Okay, okay. dear ones. The phone number for the Ivies is eight five zero three four five seventy five thirty five. That's 345-7535. Am I doing a good job so far? Yes. Okay, good. I'll repeat that again. 345-7535. And the um, email address is triple S-C-M-I-N S-S-S C-M-I-N at gmail.com. Correct. I doing okay so far. <laughs> okay, good. Um, well, it it, it sounds like uh, folks like myself need someone like you, dear saints, to uh, take care of and help out people or situations that we come across. And that's the beautiful thing in the body of Christ. Amen. We need, you know, different members. You know. Take care of fitting together different <laughs> different needs, and if the Lord could ever head us all up, Amen. <laughs> link us all together, yeah. wouldn't it be something? Amen. See what the body of Christ could do if it was we really enter into the yeah. the one accord and the, the oneness of the Spirit. Okay, let's see here. Go, go ahead, Sister Ivy. What are you? You oh, you've got a, this verse on your card, don't you? Yes, sir. Well, I'm kind of uh, slow here, but uh, you, you want to share it with us? Yes, on okay. our cards we have Ephesians four and sixteen. From whom the whole body joined and knitted together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does share, causing growth of the body. For the edifying of itself in love. Wonderful. Uh, so you're experiencing some of that uh, knitting and together and the beauty of the whole body coming together and the Lord being able to head it up, coordinate it, administrate it, and us become an organism, not just an organization, right? That's right. Amen. <laughs> 
<laughs> Very good. Well, um, Sister Ivy, I'd like to circle back just for a moment or two to uh, Tallahassee Christian College. Because I think when a lot of listeners hear that, well, I don't want to go back to college. And that sounds, uh, you know, I've been there, done that, or uh, enrolling in college sounds like it's complicated. Uh, I don't think a lot of folks realize how simple it is to just to find a course like probably I think you did. Mm, That sounds interesting. That sounds enjoyable. That sounds like it would meet a need of mine. And you, you... You did it, right? I did. Was it complicated, hard, expensive? It was fulfilling. It fulfilled uh, that space, that that desire that I wanted to go back to school. And um, they they work with you. It's so much love and so much prayer. Um, and if you have a, a, a problem learning, the teachers over there are very caring and just talk to them um, so I just tell anyone be encouraged go back to school continue to be edified for the rest of your life hmm. <laughs> it's lo- long life learning somebody said your mind is like a muscle if you uh, don't uh, use it it declines right absolutely <laughs> Can, uh, I just add something sure uh, the, it's, nobody here but us are the, the full name is the <laughs> Tallahassee Christian Christian College and Training Center. Good. And I think the training center aspect is is sometimes overlooked because um, college, uh, when people hear college, they hear about a full course load and looking towards a degree, and it's not totally that. Uh, you can just go just to uh, enrich your understanding of the Bible, and even more importantly, how to interact and how to walk as Christians. And it's very important in terms of uh, once we accept God and, and we decide to be on that path of righteousness, discipleship is an important thing. And how we become better disciples is how we become that light unto the world, how we become that salt of the earth, and how we're able to effectively uh, function, like you said before, as that organism. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's important that people not focus so much on the college as the center that it is right it is like a hub over there you can get uh, uh, lots of things going in different directions you can just i think uh, one of the uh, staff compared it to a buffet you just go down the buffet and pick out uh, what what what, the lord's leading you and what touches you and what what you want to uh, go go on with amen Um, well i i hope uh some are getting stirred up to go to the Tallahassee Christian College and Training Center website and say, hmm, maybe I should be open to uh, see, you know, how I can take another step in my Christian life, stimulate my my thinking, uh, get me into God's Word, uh, help me meet um, some other brothers and sisters in Christ, you know. It's, it is, you use that good word, and they use the word, a center, mm-hmm. a crossroads, intersection, Amen. where a lot of those uh, things can uh, can come together. Well, Sister Ivy, you were, you were brave, but it sounds like the Lord uh, rewarded you for you taking a step there and taking some courses, huh? Absolutely. Well, our, our good friend that you probably, you may have met over there, uh, Linda Strickland, who's been on a couple times this coming Wednesday is going to be leading just a one-day seminar 
Uh, and it sounds like it's something you've experienced in your life. She's talking about inner healing and uh, just taking kind of a, a look inside and seeing what you know the Lord needs to heal within our in our inner being. Um, um, any any comments you can share with us about your journey and in experiencing an inner healing and um, uh, how that the Lord can do that and take us on in a lighter, more positive way? Well, I, I tell everyone the Word works, and it's up to us to work the Word. When His Word says that we are wonderfully made, we have to take that by faith, by truth, and believe that we are wonderfully made. It's about what He says about us and not what we say about ourselves and those um, negative times or or when we don't feel well we have to believe and say what he say about us very good it is there's still time for our listeners to uh, get involved and uh, sign up for that it's going to be an all-day workshop seminar this coming wednesday and um Linda Strickland, who is leading it uh, with a lot of experience in this area. It's not theory to her. It is something she's experienced and enjoyed and made a difference in her life. It does include lunch. It's very uh, modest uh, uh, tuition to help out with their expenses. But based on what you've shared, Sister Ivy, I think uh, Jackie and the folks over there will work with you. Uh, if not, let that be a, a roadblock or a barrier or a limitation. So I'm going to give um, that information in just a minute or two on uh, Tallahassee Christian College and Training Center. So please be ready again to take that number down and uh, or give them a call uh, to get on their website, whichever is most uh, convenient uh, for you. Um, Is there uh, maybe somebody's listening um, that has a little grocery store or something? that uh, might want to uh, work with you folks. Is, is that a possibility? Yes, it is. Yes. That's a possibility? <laughs> yes. Okay. And, and i just like to say, you know, it, it takes all of us to do this. We can't do this on our own. Just like we give out, we need donations to give out, whether it's food, clothing, furniture. Um, those are all the things we, we take in and we give out to families that call us that are in need. And there are still a lot of families that are healing from Hurricane Michael. And a lot, some of them are just getting into their apartments. And they need furniture. Um, they need groceries. They need a way to keep their lights on. Um, some need repairs. Some people still need um, the trees cleaned up from their yard. And if people can donate their things and times it would be a big help to the kingdom of god so you folks can help uh, direct the traffic then huh yes we As, can uh, we can round up the different gifts uh in the, in the body of christ the talents the skills uh the resources uh y'all can uh, put it together right that's yeah. right well i'm going to give uh, our listeners again a way to get in touch with you just in case some folks weren't uh listening already when I did it before. We're fellowshipping today with uh, the Ivies, our dear brother and sister in Christ. The, uh, the ministry that they have is called Sowing Seeds and Sowing Comfort. 
And it's a ministry to inform, inspire, and, and empower people to become self-sustainable. So the, um, it, it's a holistic approach. Help them uh, physically and psychologically and spiritually. Their number is 345-7535. 345-7535. And their website is SSS. C ministry dot w i x dot com. Did I get that right? That's right. Yes. Okay. Let me try it again. S S S C as in Christ ministry. No dots. No dashes. No nothing yet. And then a dot for w i x dot com. And their Gmail address is s s s c as in Christ m i n at gmail.com. No dots, no dashes, no pauses, no anything in that Gmail address. S-S-S-C-M-I-N at gmail.com. Um, anything else y'all would like to say? Because Doug Apple's not going to give me much more time here today. Um, we also, if you'd like to come and pray with us, you can give me a call at that number and I can tell you where we're praying at. We also have prayer and Bible study on, on the telephone. Um, you can also visit us at church, Faith Chapel Pentecostal Church, 108 Henderson Road. Um, and you can come see me at Tallahassee Christian College and Training Center. So you hang out over there sometimes, I sure huh? do. That's a good place to hang out, right? Yes. Great, great, great library in there. Absolutely. Like you said, those are nice folks. They'll show you around. Well, let me wrap it up here with uh, a little more uh, information here that you might want to follow through on as one of our listeners. The phone number over at Tallahassee Christian College is 513-1000. 513-1000. The website is tcctc.org. And don't forget about the Wednesday uh, workshop called uh, The Sacred Exchange. Again, the website is tcctc.org. And I mentioned uh, earlier about how much I've enjoyed the footnotes in the recovery version of the Bible. If you would like a copy, there's a free one available for listeners at Wave 94. You can just go to bfa.org, and they'll send you a New Testament with the footnotes. That's BFA is short for Bibles for America, bfa.org, and they will send you a copy. So I've enjoyed fellowship today. So we have we. to. The Lord is good. Yes, Amen. He is. He's flowing. All yes, the time. He is. Refreshing. Yes, He is. Living. Yes, He is. Supplying. Yes, He is. Nurturing. Yes, He is. We need to be up to date with Him. Thank you, Doug Apple, for helping us. We'll be back tomorrow, hopefully. Oh.